Hey there, welcome to the Sasha Sterling podcast, exploring all that is sacred. So glad you're here. Let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome back. It's Sasha Sterling. And today I am with Michelle Miller, also known as DJ Rundat. Hey, Michelle. Hey. Hey there. I'm so looking forward to our conversation around manifestation and showing up. And just you're you're one of those people who we could talk about about a million things, but I think you're most known for right now around the six-figure DJ. So you have been a long long-time DJ in a very mostly male space, a very successful female DJ. You're self-made. Now you're showing other people shining the light, supporting other DJs and really creating sustainable, lucrative uh, businesses. So let's jump in. Let's start at the beginning. Tell our listeners here, like, how did you step into this career? Yeah, well, the funny thing is, is I stepped into it because I love music so much. And I was always that person who was controlling the music and making little compilation CDs once we were able to download music and burn little CDs and I remember having this office job and I was so bad. I was an inappropriate receptionist and I was downloading music from the work computer. And one time my boss came and he's like, so we found all this, all these MP3 files on your computer. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like, you know, like I just like as soon as I could collect music and and then like for free, like I just started just stacking all this music. And then I discovered the reggae club and I was addicted and I, and I always wanted to DJ um, just because I loved the music. So finally, I had the opportunity to actually DJ about 13 years ago. And I started doing it just for fun, really, for the love of it. And then people wanted to hire me and give me money. And I thought, oh, I didn't even think that this is like a career option. And so I started asking other DJs, what are you charging and doing some research? And I started charging and getting paid really good money to DJ. And it was so much fun that I just didn't want to do anything else. (laughs) So I quit making clothes and uh, running stores because I had multiple clothing stores, brick and mortar. And that's when you and I met and you got helped me get really clear on what do I really want. And I'm like, I want to have fun and make money having fun. (laughs) I love the energy exchange when I'm DJing and, you know, I started playing for the children and that is something I'm really passionate about because the scene, the way they light up and the joy that it brings them. And I also remember when I was little going to concerts and feeling so awkward, like not knowing what to do or going to those school dances and not knowing what to do. But I also know the power of like how healing music is in dancing And later in life, learning how like the power of getting into our bodies and music helps us do that. And so really, it just became, you know, just became a career naturally, I guess, because one gig would lead to another gig. And then by hiring you and having support to like learn how to really value my worth and my time and to fearlessly like raise my rates and experiment with sales and going from $500 to $5,000 an event is just like incredible and unbelievable to me to this day that I actually hit six figures DJing. Like not, not a lot of DJs 
go into it thinking, wow, I can make a good living doing this. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely. And you've had some pretty big milestones writing and self-publishing your book, which became a bestseller, uh, mentoring people all around the world, specifically other aspiring and established female DJs, getting asked to go speak in Vegas to like a thousand people. Actually, you're going back, right? For a second year in a row, coming yeah. up here in just a couple of weeks. So what was that identity mm-hmm. shift for you to go from hobby DJ to really like staking your claim, writing the book, putting out, you know, really supporting other people, mentoring people? Well, I knew that I wanted to inspire others and show them and lead by example, like the possibilities. And really, it started with just wanting to be that role model for my children and the women in my community. Um, But then being able to build up confidence by, you know, just setting a goal and accomplishing it, and then just fearlessly trying new things. Um, with your guidance, you would plant a seed. Well, this is a possibility. This is a possibility. Podcasting is trending. You could speak and, you know, having support and being surrounded by um, other women that were going after, you know, big dreams, big goals um, helped me to just do it. And it was scary, really scary. Speaking in Vegas last year was very scary. And I still kind of can't believe I signed up to do it again this year. But the identity shift, I just was like, I guess that feeling of um, accomplishing things that I never thought were possible Mm -hmm. and feeling the support and getting that positive feedback from other DJs and other women. um, When people share how they feel like when they tell me, wow, you've really um, inspired me or, or I, I decided to go after this dream I had because I saw you do it. Or, you know, I saw how courageous you were um, or you are, you know, to do the big thing. So that feels really good, you know, to get random messages of people saying, you know, you've really inspired me. You're amazing. Like that positive feedback feels really good to know that I am, I am, inspiring others um so yeah the book was the book was a big big step um i'm someone who kind of jokingly says i'm still learning how to even speak english (laughs) so for me to be able to put it in writing um and take that chance uh putting myself out there in my story but now i want to write another one (laughs) (laughs) So that's so good. I love it. Oh, that's so good. So you talked about multiple points there, but I want to go back into the piece around support, you know, being around people who have supported you, believed in you, also people going for big dreams. I'm curious, have you, you know, on the opposite end, have you gotten negative feedback or possibly detrimental, you know, negative support, lack of support? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is a big one and where my husband did not support me. Um, There were times when I talked to him about a sales call I had with a potential bride and how I didn't quote them on the phone call, which usually I would quote them right away on the phone call. But with this one, I was like, I need a little more time to, to customize your package because this was like, a bigger 
um, wedding. Like it was just had a lot of different little logistics. Like they wanted to have a silent disco. So I was going to have to rent equipment. And this was like in the middle of nowhere on the ocean. Like, so I was talking to my husband about it and he, he's like, that's too much money. Cause I said, I think I need to charge them like $4,000. He's like, I think that's way too much money. And he kind of had this attitude of like, you you're charging people too much money. And I, it really bothered me. It really triggered me. Like he's not supporting, he doesn't see the value that I see in myself. And, you know, we're divorced now. <laughs> and once I you know, set myself free, figures this year, I also hired him to do about a fifth of that work. And so it's just interesting <laughs> to me how that worked out. Because you know, I watched you and I watched other people and other women and entrepreneurs and coaches and DJs. Um, raise their rates and charge more and get paid, you know, thousands of dollars to help others. And I started interviewing DJs and one DJ told me she made $3,000 for a 30 minute set one time. And so it's, it's possible. I didn't, I would, I wouldn't think so big without being surrounded by you know, people going after big things, you know, if I was to continue surrounding myself with people that believe in themselves or value their own worth or time, or, you know, haven't accomplished these big things that I wanted to accomplish, then I don't think I would have gotten as far as I have. Um, And I think it started with the belief and you were the one that introduced me to the word mindset, which I didn't even, that was not in my world. And so helping, you know, to dream bigger, even myself and to go after it. And as far as like the negative feedback, um, I have had a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of like, well, who are you? Um, You know, when I was sharing my book uh, in the different DJ groups online, people hadn't heard of me yet. So they're like, you know, who are you? Like, and just telling me that I'm, uh, I don't even remember what they said because I tend to block out the negative, but I definitely got cyber bullied hmm. um, trying to share my book online. And um, that didn't feel good. But a lot has changed since then. Um, pretty much everybody knows who I am now in the industry. <laughs> this last year, I was working for a online DJ membership community and um, of over 4,000 DJs. I was curating playlists for them. And I was up with the big, big dogs <laughs> of the industry, the leaders of the industry. So, you know, now people know who I am and that feels good. And, you know, I just want to keep sharing my experience, what I've learned, um, and building more community and more support, you know, because I, I really feel like we have so much to learn from one another. And that's one reason I'm continuing to podcast. I'm on my like fourth podcast project because I just, I just have fun with it. And sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should just stick to one thing. But now I'm interviewing everybody <laughs> and I'm interviewing the DJs that have hit six figures because I want to know what it took from them. And what shifted in them, the same things, you know, like, um, I think that there's just so much to learn from each other. And I'm all about sharing. 
sharing my experience and what I've learned so I can help others and show them the possibility. Yeah. Oh, so, so beautifully said. Yeah. I asked that piece because I think it's easy to talk about, you know, the support and the cheerleaders. And I was talking to someone just this morning about negative feedback they got and they pulled back. They actually stopped running ads to their free gift funnel because of really Mm -hmm. intense negative feedback. And I was like, oh no, don't pull back. Like, so I appreciate you sharing into a bit about, you know, both that from your ex-husband feedback. And then also, you know, as you claimed it, you were like, yeah, I'm claiming it. I'm going to write a book about being a DJ and support other people in being a DJ and move through that. And then now, like you said, everyone knows you. And you had mentioned before we hit record that everything that you want, you have manifested. Everything that you want, you manifest. And I want to talk more into like what's working for you. But one thing that I have Mm -hmm. seen that has always worked for you is you're very curious and you are a hard worker. And I don't want to over glorify hard work because there are times where I think people who are hard workers like are overworking. And I think sometimes you probably have had that, you know, and, and I, and, and, you know, but um, I do want to honor that piece of you that like you were working when you were like 12, 13, right? Like you've always been willing to Mm -hmm. show up and put in the work to create the life that you want. And I do think that's such an important component that sometimes is so obvious, but really overlooked when we're talking about manifesting. Yeah. 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 So Lately, so in the last few years, things have shifted. Well, for one, the whole world had to slow down. We were forced to slow down. And you had already been telling us, slow it down to speed it up. And then I was listening to Gary Bernstein's uh, You Are Your Guru book. I was listening to that during COVID. And she said, in stillness, you receive. Mm. And so I had shifted my, my energy and focus on actually not doing as much and more being. And I went into the hardcore transformational leadership program wanting to learn how to feel mm. and also wanting to heal my marriage or come up, you know, make a decision there because I was struggling there for a long time. And so some of the things that I learned in leadership was the power of actually getting into our body. And I spoke about that a little bit earlier with music and dance, but there were moments in that four month program where we were performing or dancing or moving our bodies in front of a hundred people. And I got so high and my body was just like vibrating, like out my arms, like, like orgasmic energy. And I was like, whoa. And so that was kind of the process of me starting to just get into my feelings more because I was such a doer. I would wake up and hustle. I would get those kids to school. I'd go to my store and I would hustle. And I did that for so long. And now that I'm like consciously slowing down, taking things off the plate, learning to say no, being more selective on who has my energy, where my energy goes, and also really prioritizing my self-care and giving myself that time just to like stop and think. And I ask myself every day, how am I feeling? What is my body telling me? Um, And what would I love? So I actually... And having a daily practice, which was something that I've always wanted, but I always like felt like I can't have a daily routine or practice or a morning routine. Like this is impossible with my lifestyle. I'm always on the run. 
But no, I prioritize it now. And so now that I actually take that time and I have a coach that helps guide me through it twice a week, we practice together. Um, I've been manifesting every single thing I wanted. I said, I want a home by the ocean with a garage that I could park my car in and with a yard where I can entertain. I got it. (laughs) I knew that I needed a new car, something a little more economical than my minivan. Boom. My friend was selling her beautiful Mercedes. Got it. (laughs) I knew I wanted... um, I just wanted a man that that I could trust and felt comfortable to be myself with that, you know, I really value having fun, someone I could have a lot of fun with and adventure and someone that like was compatible and loved music like me and mm-hmm. someone that was like, you know, emotionally and financially mature and literate and just all these things that I wanted. And I found it. I got it. Um, so. I just feel like having that clarity on what I want really into staying focused on that. Um, it works. It really works. And yeah. Yeah. So powerful. So, so powerful. I know, you know, this whole podcast is about exploring all that is sacred and so much of it is about being in the heart and being in the body and not bypassing, of course, like the mind and the doing and all of it. But I do appreciate you sharing, speaking into that, the body and the being. I think the last time you and I talked, you were obsessed with all things pleasure. I know you've been talking a lot about fun, but it feels like fun and pleasure have a lot of intersection, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially when we're talking about the body. Yeah. Yeah. That's my word for the year, um, pleasure and when I hired my coach, I was like, she's a pleasure coach and it's vitamin P. It's all about vitamin P, vitamin pleasure. And mm. that is tapping into our five senses and, you know, finding pleasure and um, everything, <laughs> really everything. And I, I have a, a little mantra now. It's if it ain't fun, I don't want none <laughs> because <laughs> I really value the fun. And to me, like pleasure and fun definitely go go together. Um, and just finding pleasure in everything that I do. And it, and it shows because the feedback I'm getting from the clients that are coming my way is they're, they're like, we love your energy. There's just the amount of energy that they're seeing online. Like a lot of my clients might go check out my Instagram or even my website right now. My, my main photo is like a very fun photo. And I, and I was hesitant about it because I'm like, I am a professional DJ and my ideal clients are, you know, people getting married and, you know, like this is picture of me just like, <laughs> like, but it's the energy they want. I'm not the suit and tie DJ. That's my competition. They're the suit and tie DJs. That's not me. And I really truly feel like my energy is my biggest asset. And so I get to protect that. And by focusing on pleasure, I'm happy a lot. <laughs> I'm hella happy. That's the next shirt. Hella happy. <laughs> like, and they want that. What energy do you want at your event when you hire a DJ? You want energy. You want vibes. You want happy, joy, like fun. <laughs> so I'm definitely promoting pleasure to everybody. Um, everybody that I come in contact with. <laughs> I have fun and pleasure and asking them what would they love when someone starts 
talking about their challenges in life. I was like, well, what would you love instead? Mm. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a powerful invitation. What would you love instead? So Mm -hmm. you're up to some big next step dreams. You want to share with us what you would love that you, I know you, there, you have a lot of things in motion. I know. Well, you know, this year I would love to hit six figures again (laughs) and I'd love to, to hit, you know, um, I would love to write my next book. I, you know, and that's something I want to take a little more time with it. Uh, the last one was written in eight, eight weeks and it was a little rushed. And I just feel like that in the last five years, there's been so much growth yeah. and I feel like there's so much more that I could share. Um, and, you know, really what I would love, I have, I have these dreams. I want to become an international DJ this year. And so just claim that title. Basically, I just need to go play in another country. <laughs> and that might happen. Um, I'm going to Mexico here soon and uh, made some uh, connections through friends. I'm putting it out into the universe. Uh, you know, do I know anybody in Sayulita, Mexico? And so, yeah, there's a couple of goals that have been on the on the vision board for a few years. DJing on a big boat is one of them. Um, I get to DJ in San Francisco soon, which is which is on the list. I used to go clubbing in San Francisco for years, so to be able to go DJ in that my favorite city, that's going to be fun. Um, and you know, I'd really love just to continue to grow my business and scale my business and and build build my team up this year. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, well. From personal experience, Michelle has DJed multiple of my events and she's amazing. So if you're listening to this and you have an event, coaching event, women's event, wedding in the U.S. or out of the U.S., reach out to her. (laughs) Her website's in the notes section of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And yeah, I wrote my book the same eight weeks you did. I know it was a bunch of us who are like, we're going to write our books. I always, at that time was always like anything I'm doing, I'm opening it up to anyone else who wants to do it with me. I've changed a little bit since then, but <laughs> there is something fun about mm-hmm. uh, that deep accountability. I think eight of us actually wrote and self-published and six of us, eight became best-selling authors through that process. So wow. yeah, there is something wow. to, it, to just like getting it done, but I really honor that I'm writing a, my next book as well. And it's definitely given a lot of time and love and just doing it a little differently. Mm. So I'm excited to yes. see when your next book comes out. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Is there anything that you want to leave our listener with before we wrap up today? Yeah, well, um, just don't be afraid to dream super duper big, super duper big. Like I have big dreams. Like I want to own a retreat center, an event center, or a wellness center. And like, I know it's going to happen eventually. So don't be afraid to dream too big. And don't be afraid to like experiment with, um, if you're, if you're in sales, don't be afraid to experiment with raising your rates and charging big money because I mean, the first time I booked a $4,000 wedding, I was like shocked. I can't believe someone's going to pay me $4,000 for one day of work. Like this is incredible. And now I'm booking multiple 3,000, 5,000, sometimes 2,000. They're not all that big, but like it's totally possible. And I mean, to feel, to think that I hit six figures and I lived in a town of a thousand people 
blows me away. So like that just nothing can stop you but yourself. So don't stop. <laughs> oh, and with that, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you so much and looking forward to the next time we get to connect. Thank you.